0: Hey everyone, this is Imani Margria and thanks for listening to my station. I know it's been a while since I since I've last recorded, but I've been very busy with school and with work and my writing and everything, so it's been hectic. It's probably gonna be like that till maybe the end of spring. So hopefully next summer I'll have a lighter load and can record a lot more. But I'm gonna try to record at least once a week. Um, this segment, I actually want to do a short segment about kind of doing a monthly book club. So I'm kind of going to give you a little review of things like books that I've read in maybe last. Right now, it's going to be a review of things I've read recently, like last year or two. Um, currently, I actually am reading Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Now, I've never read this book growing up. I've read, like, The Visible Man, um, Rebecca Sh- Sunnybrook Farms. Those are, like, the classics, uh, Black Beauty, that I read when I was younger. But I never really read Frankenstein. I've heard about it in my literature courses and my reading courses, my English courses, but I've never really actually read the full novel. i may maybe read, like, little um, excerpts that they take and put in your English book in, like, high school. That's about it. Now, I'm obsessed with it so far. I haven't finished it yet. But once I finish it in the next book club, I will definitely go in more detail. Because I'm a type of person, I don't want to spoil it or say too much until I get the whole scope of what's going on in the book. So I'm almost done with it. So next time I do a book club segment, I will definitely let you guys know. Now, the ones that I picked for today to kind of go over. And I might do this a monthly book club but I I might do like once a week for the next few weeks so I can go over books that I've already read like in the last few years like books stories that I that are my personal favorite now I have done this kind of it's a mental clean out of all the things like all the books that are on my shelves I have so many books on my bookshelves that I'm trying to see if you know, okay, maybe I should read through a few of these. A lot of them are classic books that I have, that I just have been collecting dust on my bookshelf that have not seen the light of day. Others are ones that have been there. I bought it at one time thinking I was gonna read it and kind of never got around to it. So one of those, actually two of those books, it's the the books by Dan Brown, which is like, it starts off with Angels and Demons and The Da Vinci Code. I never read those books at all I haven't seen the movies but I had always when it first came out like what it was 2006 or 2005 the movie I went to go get the book immediately after for both of for um, this one and Angels and Demons immediately after the video the movies came out never saw the movies and I said I was going to read I was gonna read it never did so fast forward years later like, last year, I finished reading both um, Angels and Demons and Da Code. Personally, I love this series. I'm going to get the next book in the series because I think I love the Langdon character. <laughs> he's, he's kind of relatable, even though I think this is years... Um, this is based, like, in the 2000s or something. So it's years ago, but it's a really relatable character. I like how in how detailed historically he is um dan brown made this book it's historically accurate even with its um secret societies and things like that its mythology is pretty straightforward Um, even with representation, it's very formative and it's also very suspenseful, which is something that I love. So I don't really read romance novels like I used to before. I just write them. (laughs) I prefer reading suspense or mystery novels. So this is, it has a big factor of mystery in it and I love it. So in the next recording, I'm going to go more in detail about it. stay tuned Hey everyone, so we're talking about the Dan Brown series with Robert Langdon. Um that's the main character. He's a symbologist from Harvard who gets caught up in these weird situations where it's kind of like a Nancy Drew slash... Yeah, it's a nat- and more Nancy Drew than it is Sherlock Holmes because he gets caught up in these weird predicaments that... He's not a detective. He's just a professor from Harvard who dapples in sympo- uh, symbology Is his focus of research. So he's just a professor and he's asked in the first one, Angels and Demons. He's asked by this scientific this secret scientific facility over in Europe to investigate the murder of this physicist this physicist sorry <laughs> and he's basically asked to solve this because it has something to do with symbols of the cult and he basically tells them like look I'm not a detective I'm a professor but they they know since it's his line of study and his work that he would be the best to investigate this so that the police are not involved that would lead to the media and it could cause a lot of weird like it would make um, a scandal basically that they couldn't afford to have in this place so he gets it It basically takes him from uh, I think it's like Switzerland where this place is um I think it's Switzerland, I can't remember. It's been a while since I read this book. But it takes him from one part of Europe to Italy, to the Vatican. Because the trail starts leading over there that, um, I think it he his research had something to do that it was kind of linking God with science. And that's something like, it's taboo on both sides for religion and for certain scientists that did not agree with him so there's a whole list of suspects and he has to get basically figure this out even though he's not a detective because it's wrapped around all this ancient symbology of the Illuminati so if you've seen the movie then you know everything I don't have to go in depth but I really love this is my favorite one maybe it's because it has a lot of things and it deals with Italy first of all and I'm pretty well versed in Italy and Italian so yeah I I got this one a lot quicker than I got the other one. Cause uh da Vinci Code is located mostly in France. Cause the second one, it's the first one he's actually helping to solve this because he's somebody asked him. The second one he's actually being accused of murder because the victim wrote his name saying PS um robert langdon or something or get robert langdon something with his name there so that alone made him seem suspicious like he had enough time to write down his killers the name of his killer so that's why the police come to him and so he's helped out by one of the agents that are in cryptology a uh, cryptologist that basically help him out because they realize that his message is not what the police are or the detectives are translating it to be. That it actually means that she's supposed to get him to try to unravel this mystery of around his death. So it turns into this suspense wise it's just as compelling as this actually. Um, I do like it just as much. I did learn a lot from this book and also from Angels and Demons. That's why I I like a lot about Dan Brown's writing is that he is very adic- um, historically accurate, and even with like his symbology and everything, it's very accurate. So I like how informative it, how informative it is, <laughs> while also being very suspenseful, funny, and it's not a quick read in the beginning for most of his books but it picks up very quick like so it might be slow in like the first two chapters but they're short chapters so you'll get through them very quick so I like that type of writing so I think this is a definite buy you have to pick it up if you haven't read the book it's much different than um the movie I haven't seen the movie but from what my friends have told me when I explained some books it was like yeah this is completely different so, definitely check it out. I'm actually going to see the movie soon. But, bye-bye. Hey, everyone. I'm concluding the book club for today. This is the series that I wanted to recommend to you. Next time, I think I'm going to do next week. On Monday, I'm going to suggest another book book that I read recently um I haven't decided which one yet because I want to kind of have a little bit more of a summary on it I kind of just did this as for a moment type <laughs> but I think it's very important for us to broaden our horizons by reading something new something that you normally wouldn't read That's why I'm reading Frankenstein. I normally don't like horror-esque stuff, but as I read Frankenstein, it's more psychological than it is horror. How she won that horror story, I don't know, unless they feel like owning up to actual human reactions, like the human psyche, was terrifying. Because that's about how terrifying it is. It is not terrifying at all. It is more like, you know, it seems more like Frankenstein is battling his own psyche. His own insecurities. So from a psychological point of view, it's like perfect. But I don't see the terror in it. I see more like, the, yeah. It's like when somebody tells you something truthful about yourself. Like a, one of your quirks. And you kind of are taken aback because they, they tell you straight to your face. Like something about you that you kind of been turning a blind eye to. That's how I see Frankenstein is a way of she's kind of showing society how they react to certain circumstances. So if you put Frankenstein's monster as in today, you can kind of say that Frankenstein's monster would be the way Frankenstein's monster was treated by people is the same way that we treat theocratic groups or like Muslims after terror attacks, where you have this kind of you dehumanize them so that's how I see it that would be one example that you would see it that you see him as a monster that you see him as appalling a lot of people see him as appalling as dehumanize they dehumanize them and I look at that as like so in a way you know this can apply to now and back in her times even with the fact that one of the characters is falsely accused for murder and is executed for it. And how everybody believed that that character was guilty. Even though there was no real evidence against her. That it literally took maybe a few statements that would have probably saved this character. And it's it kind of shows how society is so quick to judge people with limited to no innocence. Basically, guilty to proven innocent. And it's kind of reflecting on, and that happened a lot during her time. So the fact that she's kind of shining a light on it is frightening. Especially if you're, if you yourself have committed that action against someone. Like if you've committed that same action against someone. If you have thought somebody was guilty before they were proven innocent. Which I know we all probably did that at one time or another. So we're not all like, you know, we're all guilty of that at one time or another. But like I said, I want to c- continue reading it so far so I can kind of talk about it a little bit more. Uh, next week, I'm going to talk about this book, Sovay. I read it a few years ago, so I want to kind of just go over it again so I can give a detailed summary. But Dan Brown series with Robert Langdon, Angels and Demons, it's the first book. Definitely go check it out. I'm a physical book type of person, so I had to get the physical books. Even now, like, I want the physical book. I can't do the ebook thing. I hate it. But it is available on um ebook for any format. You can get it on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, whatever. It's a really old series. So you can find it. Definitely check it out. I really like Dan Brown as a writer. And I love his series. So he's probably the only contemporary writer. Why, like modern writer that i really do like maybe him and jk rowling stephen king yeah i guess him too okay those are the three that i like stephen king jk rowling and dan brown i don't think there's anyone else but if there are i'll tell you later so have a great day everyone and i will talk to you tomorrow